Welcome to day four of our look together through John chapter 21 in Daily Drive Time Devotions. 18 to 24 are the verses we're looking at today. We're going to focus on a third command that Jesus gives to his disciples in this passage. Purpose in our lives, in our daily lives, is renewed in these three commands. We've already looked at casting your net on the other side, recognizing that Jesus is here and listening to him. Yesterday, we talked about feed my sheep. Jesus wants to use you to make a difference in other people's lives. And now this third command. The third command is in two words. John 21, 18 to 24. Listen for these words. I tell you the truth, Jesus says to Peter. When you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. But when you're old, you'll stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This is the one who leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who's going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among the brothers that this disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. And we know that his testimony is true. In, in this passage, we see revealed the two great questions. Did you pick up on that two-word command? It's the same command that has started the relationship of the disciples with Jesus Christ. Follow me. And as you and I encounter that command, that's where purpose is. It's in following Jesus Christ. There is something incredibly challenging about that because I know following Jesus Christ, that is a great challenge of life. But there is also something incredibly empowering about that because I know that's what I need to do is follow him. I don't have to worry about everything else in life, everyone else in life, all the different pressures of life. And when you really boil it all down, it boils down to two words, follow me. Now, as, as Peter encounters these two words, he's had some years to live with them. He's had three years to live with them, following Jesus. And what does that mean? Maybe you've had some years to live with these words, follow me. Or maybe they're new to you. In, in either case, in, in Peter's example here, we see revealed two great questions that can turn followers into failures. Sometimes we've had too long to think about it. And having too long to think about it, we lose our purpose. And we get caught up in these questions. What are the two questions? It's the why me question, and it's the what about him question. First, why me? Jesus had said to Peter, Peter, when, when you're old, you're going to stretch out your hands. You're going to go where you don't want to go. And, and Peter had to be thinking in his mind, why, why would that happen to me? That's the why me question. Why is this happening to me? How could God let this happen to me? You see, why me quickly turns to poor me. No one else is having to go through this. No one else is having to face this. And the result of that is pity. And self-pity is the great enemy of purpose. People who feel sorry for themselves never make an impact on the world. Oh, they might get a lot of notice, but they never make an impact on the world because they're spending too much energy on themselves. I, I have to be honest. I don't, I don't have a lot of patience with people who are filled with self-pity because I have met so many people who had every reason to have self-pity who had gone through the most difficult and horrendous of life circumstances, but instead of focusing on themselves, they were continuing to focus on other people. Now, when we talk about life and following Jesus Christ, 
Does following him mean I'm not going to have difficulties in life? Of course I'm going to have difficulties in life. Purpose includes difficulty. It certainly can, it certainly will. But I would rather have in my life difficulty than futility. I don't want the futility of trying to put all purpose out of my life and just focus on myself and make life real comfortable and easy. That's a futile life. And I'd rather have a life that has some difficulty in it, and that's what comes with following him, than have a life that has emptiness in it. Jesus helped Peter to deal with this why me question before he even asked it. He said, I tell you the truth. You're going to die to glorify God. Even in your death, you're going to glorify God. And that's God's purpose for your life. Whatever he takes you through, even the most difficult of circumstances, or even whatever Satan throws at you, which God did not intend in your life, it's a part of the fall. It's a part of the fact that we live in a sinful world. Even what Satan throws at you, God can use for good. He can use anything to glorify himself. Why me? Why am I going through this? Here's the answer, to glorify God. Even in this, to glorify God. That's the answer to the why me question. Now the second question that can turn followers into failures. What about him? You notice the the human psychology of what happened with Jesus and Peter here. Jesus says, follow me. And he says, it's going to be difficult sometimes. And immediately, Peter looks around for somebody else and he says, hey, what about him? Is he going to go through difficulties? And you can almost hear the wheels turning. He's thinking, Jesus, it'd be great if it was worse for John. I mean, I don't know why, but that would make me feel better if he even went through a more difficult time. What about him? Once more, John is called here the disciple whom Jesus loved. We've seen it again and again in this passage, and I'm still getting questions about it. Why does John call himself that? Is it a prideful statement? Of course not. Love became the theme of John's life. And so he focuses on, that's who I am. I'm somebody who Jesus loves. And Peter is focusing on John instead of on the words, follow me. That that is the greatest trap of a disciple of Jesus Christ. You start to focus on other disciples of Jesus Christ. How are they following? How are they not following? What mistakes are they making in following? Is their following me as difficult as my following me of Jesus Christ? You see, Peter's a great example to us. His problems always came. They, They always came when he took his eyes off Christ. He took his eyes off Christ and he put him on the circumstances of the storms around him and he sank in the Sea of Galilee when he was trying to walk on the water. He took his eyes off Jesus and he put his eyes on the material success, the political success that Jesus might have and he was chastised by Jesus. Get behind me, Satan. He took his eyes off Jesus and he put his eyes on his fears and he betrayed Jesus in the courtyard. And here, he takes his eyes off Jesus and he puts his eyes on another disciple, and he hesitates to commit. When Jesus had said, do you love me? His first answer had been, you know that I love you. When Jesus says, follow me, his first answer should have been, Jesus, you know I will follow you. But instead he says, what about him? Now, as great a disciple as Peter gets caught up in that, so you know you and I get caught up in that as well. Are you caught up in that? You're looking at another disciple, and you're letting that other disciple keep you from following Christ. Jesus' answer is very clear. What is that to you? What is it to you what I want for him? You must follow me. Now, John has to explain this here because he's the writer of this gospel. There had been this rumor that had risen because of this that somehow it meant that John was going to live forever. And by the way, even in the rumor, people were getting their eyes off of themselves and on John. Wow, he's got some special privilege. 
And, and even in that rumor, they were missing the point. Follow me. Get your eyes on Jesus Christ. You want purpose to be a part of your daily life. Keep your eyes on him. And I'll admit, it is so easy to get your eyes on other things. It is so easy to get your eyes on other disciples, to get caught up in that. Let me invite you right now to realize also that it is so easy to turn your eyes from those other things to that which is even more powerful than those things, the person of Jesus Christ, the resurrected person of Jesus Christ. So turn your eyes right now from that which is smaller, that which is not going to last, to him which is greater and who is going to last for all of eternity. With eyes of commitment, look ahead to him and say, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got caught up in this other stuff. I'm following you. And Jesus' message to Peter here, it could have been a frightening message. He said, you're going to be led where you don't want to go. Who, who wants to be led where you don't want to go? And even as I say to you right now, say to Jesus, yes, I'll follow you. You may have some fears about where Jesus might lead you. Well, there are two words that will help you to deal with those fears. Follow me. You're following him. He is with you. He is ahead of you all of the way. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Maybe you've been feeling lately there's got to be more to life. There is. It doesn't mean that you're living a different life or even doing different things in your life. But in the life that you're living now, there is more to life as we follow the resurrected Lord. And Peter and the other disciples, they learned that on the Sea of Tiberias. Maybe you've learned it in a fresh, new way these last few days. It's interesting that all three of these commands of Jesus have in them reminders of what happened before. Cast your nets on the other side. Well, they cast their nets on the other side at their beginning of the relationship with Jesus. When Jesus says to him, to Peter three times, do you love me? It's a reminder of the threefold denial. When he says here, follow me, that's the way their relationship with him had begun. And maybe you, like Peter, like those other disciples, maybe what you need is, is just a reminder of what Christ has already done and the promise in that of what he wants to do in your life for the rest of your life. If Satan's been saying to you, God really doesn't have a purpose for your life, God's purpose for your life is over, Satan is a liar. And Jesus Christ says to you, follow me. Let's talk to him. Jesus, Jesus, I recognize that you're the Lord of my everyday circumstances. Lord, I need you to give me the priority of life and loving you, to focus me on the forgiveness that I need in my life and following you. I need you to clear up the confusion in my life that comes from focusing on other things. So in this moment, as best as I know how, I commit my life in a fresh new way today to following you. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen.